Welcome to an American Conversation podcast, a podcast about a comedian, a feminist, and two Republicans meeting in different bars every week to discuss what the hell is happening in America today. Each week, we deliver gripping news and information with the understanding that as Americans, we can agree to disagree and laugh while doing it. Revelation. Leland, Rose, and David, and Jeff are not experts, although Rose thinks she is. Listen in every week. Be that fly on the wall. Hey, Leland. Hey, Rose. What's up? I met these great people right here. They're hanging out. Is that... Is that Joey that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, let me tell everybody who we're talking to. Right, we're talking ahead. to Joey Lee, right? A.K.A. G.I. Mary Jane. What's going on, guys? So awesome to run into you tonight. Nice. Fantastic to meet you. Can you tell me, why are you G.I. Jane? You look like G.I. Jane. You're dressed <laughs> like it. And apparently that's why I am it. <laughs> oh, okay. And, you know, I've, been a, I've been a cannabis activist for a few years now, and somewhere along the line, the D.C. and Maryland community started calling me G.I. Mary Jane, and I had to accept and adopt that name. <laughs> I actually love the it's name. It's a great I, name. I, I love my it. My goal in life was to open an auto mechanics and call it uh, uh, Mary Jane. Oh, really? I was an auto mechanic. Same with me. High five. High five. five. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Must be a Maryland thing. I don't know. I don't know. And who's this guy? I this drove guy. a car once. <laughs> Some dude who drove a car once. <laughs> this is this is Adam. This is hopefully uh-huh. our last American president. That's what we're going for. Oh wow! So if, once he becomes president, he's the last one. We'll have no more presidents. Oh, yeah, I don't think we need presidents. Do you? I do. You do? Well, I'm a socialist. Oh, okay. I'm a democratic socialist. So yeah. Uh oh, silence. Moment of silence. <laughs> Adam, well, the question is whatever you think you might need for your needs to be met. Do you think you get to force that system on other people who disagree with you, who want to have a system based on their own values? Obviously, we get to force systems on people. Look at us now. Well, we have been. Yes, we well, have. We used to have slavery and a lot more violence and war and no running water and people didn't brush their teeth believe it or not back in the day but we've come a long way yes the humanity dances forward their progress happens and 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 where we are today of coercive centralized bureaucratic governments is something we're we're ready to evolve past oh wait hold on Let, let's go back we we want to know more about Joey, because the listeners want to know who she is, and right. we want to know who Adam is. Well, she's an activist, right? Yeah, yeah, cannabis and activist. You're, I love that, a cannabis activist. Well, not so much cannabis anymore. I mean, it's expanding. It seems that there's a war on alternative medicine in general, that if the doctor doesn't mm-hmm. write you the prescription, you don't get to make the decision to take whatever it is. And it's it's time to change that. There's, there's, people shouldn't tell me what to put in my body. My body, my choice, right? Well, don't you think that we, I mean, people are allowed to get weed right now and and use it for medical marijuana? To an extent, they are. um, But believe it or not, there's still 1,800 nonviolent drug arrests every single day in this country. In this country? In not, this country. But not, not California. No, California. You guys got dozens of arrests every well, day. We actually. have Harris, the I, prosecutor. Mm-hmm. She's pretty bad. You've got um, Riverside County. They've had weekly raids since the beginning of the year. I mean, they're, they're doing hundreds of search warrants 
um, and only arresting one or two people, but they're destroying everybody's property in the meantime while they're executing these search warrants. Because, you know, search search means I can come in and uproot your plants and, you know, shoot your dog and do this, oh. whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But you want to know how many dogs were killed this year by police? How many? 10,000. Wow. Just because of pot? Because of anything, any, any kind of raid, any arrest, they see a dog come around the corner and they shoot it. So this is the kind of people we're, we're, we're you know, having to be fearful of every That's compared death. to a thousand deaths by police every year. But the real measure of the evil destruction of the drug war in the United States is measured in bodies in Mexico. And oh, it's insane. Yeah. You look at the body count of the drug war there, we export that violence. Because we're taking in the pot? No, we're no, doing the pot it, and the drugs. The drug war creates the cartel system. We're exactly. creating a black market. I just like Al Capone back when alcohol prohibition was going on. You know, there's there's no protections for the bars back then, right? So Al comes in with his gun and all of his uh, all of his buddies and says, "Hey, you guys got to give me half of your profit, or else we're going to take all your shit." And there's no police to protect them. And we're dealing with that with cannabis operations now too. Even when they're legal and licensed, uh, you, you still have pressure from the feds. Uh, you still have, it costs an average 200% more to operate in the business space in cannabis. And mm-hmm. you don't have access to federal banking. Mm-hmm. And you can't have firearms on your property mm-hmm. to protect mm-hmm. your business. Your, your, your Which security guards. Absolutely. The so this. Wait, so is that the reason you created or launched the civilian Platoon 420 mm-hmm. to enlighten people about these outdated laws and what's going on in this country absolutely um you look at all these headlines and they always paint the kid on the corner with the joint out to be some criminal some thug some dangerous person all he was doing was sitting there smoking his joint um so we we report the drug arrests but from the perspective of the people getting arrested who are completely peaceful they've never hurt anybody in their life and they're still getting guns pointed in their faces and being abducted from the side of the street to be caged is cannabis not legal in Maryland? Cannabis is legal medicinally in Maryland, uh, but even in states where it's legal recreationally, you're only allowed to have a certain amount on you. So again, you've got somebody telling you how much of something you need and how much you don't. If I'm making edibles, I need a lot of flour. If I'm smoking, I maybe I don't need a lot of flour. Uh, and maybe I get paid once a month and I can only go pick up my, my, my weed in one big bulk. But if you have anything more than an ounce or two in most states, even where it's recreationally legal, you can be prosecuted. Is it limited on the amount that you can buy here in California when you go walk into a weed store? I believe so. I'm not 100% on the California She's regulations. She's from Maryland. You don't, are I'm you here? I, I'm from Maryland. I'm, I'm living in Colorado right now, but I'm all over the country. Oh, okay. Joey, the lesson for you here is that in California, everybody's already too stoned to notice the particulars <laughs> of the legal situation. It's, just, it, it's legal enough, right, bro? It's legal. We're cool. Right? That's, that's what happened in Colorado as soon as the recreational store is opened it's all the lobbyists and the people who are supposed to be helping us backed off and said oh you got it no no we don't have it it's it's and in fact the the legal market because of how high priced everything is and has to be because of the cost of operating the business exactly it's encouraging this black market to thrive even more and i like to separate the black market from the free market because you have small independent growers that they aren't allowed access to the business space, so they're still operating that quote-unquote black market. However, they're not involved in all of the crime and the cartel operations, but they still get categorized as that. 
Have you been to Washington State at the Emerald Diamond? What is that? The called? Emerald Cup. No, yeah, I have not been up there yet. Okay. Hopefully. What's the Emerald Cup? It's where they grow and right. Yeah, it's debate marijuana. Cannabis. It is like the the Grammys or the Oscars of cannabis. So you've got and these happen all over the states. Uh, there's the Hemp Fest. There's the National Cannabis Festival in oh, DC. Oh no no no! The, the it's the place. It's the Triangle. Oh, the Emerald Triangle. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. that's dangerous. Emerald Triangle runs in like three states: Washington, California. It's it's big. Uh-huh. Um, and that's where the reason so many people grow there is the climate is awesome. So just like tobacco goes better in in North Carolina and down there in those swampy regions, cannabis goes great up in that climate, um, as well as down here in Southern California in the desert climate, depending on what you're growing. Uh, so there's a lot, a lot of cannabis growers up there, and death. But they can't make money either. From we talked about it. We had an assembly member, um, Reginald. His name was Sawyer. so long. And he's pro cannabis, mm-hmm. and he's trying to, um, with the legislation, he's trying, trying to, to change the laws for banking and all that. So he's on your side. Yeah, very. We awesome. just had him two weeks ago. That's cool. I have to get yeah. in touch with him. Yeah. Well, that actually, that's that's what linked me up with Adam. Is I think. Well, tell us about Adam. Well, Adam's Adam's running for we we got started. We, we yeah, we got <laughs> up. Adam's going to be our last president. Like I said we don't we don't think we need people telling us what to do. Um, Adam, what, why don't you tell them more about your platform? Well, really, it's about localization. No, but who are you? Oh, who am I? Yeah. Who am I is unimportant, actually. No, what's your last Since you're going to be president, yeah, I want to know who you are. Well, really, I'm, I'm, I'm only going to be president long enough to throw the ring in the fire and start the bankruptcy process that's long overdue. But yeah, I was I was in the Marine Corps. I uh, joined enlisted when I was 17. I volunteered to go to Fallujah as a reservist in 2004. Got my little slice of combat, came home and uh, joined Iraq Veterans Against the War. I was, was very active and that was my first <coughs> excuse me, like full foray into political activism and became a national figure right away. And it was kind of shocking to get out of the Marine Corps, not just to like jump into this like weird activist quasi-celebrity status, but at the same time be like, there are still people I know getting shot at right now and if I don't tell this story right now effectively enough people will continue to die in Iraq and Afghanistan and I got to testify in front of Congress we did uh, a a winter soldier Iraq and Afghanistan we brought tons of veterans together I ran a peer support group for vets with PTSD and then uh, I was a big Ron Paul supporter I organized veterans for Ron Paul and uh, I had already been a lifetime member of the Libertarian Party and and just if I'm going to use I'm going to use the, the big L word. I, I like to say that libertarian is, is really inclusive. Anybody who believes in freedom can call themselves a libertarian. Then upon examination, you go, well, what is freedom? It's what you have when no one is forcing their will on you in any way. And you go, well, what, what is that? How do you define that in like a really I agree with way? that, by the way. I believe in freedom. And so it so it's comes down to ethics. Don't yes. hit, don't steal, don't kill, right? And if you look at the course of humanity, and I love to cite Professor Pinker here, the Harvard professor who gave a great TED talk, uh, The Surprising Decline in Violence and Better Angels of Our Nature, his book. And he has proven that violence is on the decline over history and follows kind of a radioactive decay curve. I mean, this is an amazing thing when you go, we are living in the most peaceful times in human history. Exactly, we are. You are less likely today 
Yeah, you read you read too much news. I guess why you're looking at me like that. Like, oh no, I can't. but no. Well, no, I'm just fighting with my son about this because he doesn't want to vote. And I'm like, you want to go off to war, baby? You want to go kill some people? Is that yeah. what you want, honey? Yeah, yeah don't vote. Oh, don't no, no. You 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 send them to me, and we'll make sure that doesn't happen. No, I've I've I've, I've counter. I'll shoot him in the foot before allowing him to go off to war. <laughs> well, when people say like thank that. you for your service. I say thank a peace activist who might have prevented me from being a part of a war crime. Mm-hmm. What were you thinking of me for serving bankers and politicians and war profiteers like you know better than that, right? And, and, and to, to, to be able to meet America's youth with that message today and say, nah, this is not taking charge of your life. This is becoming a cog in a machine. And when I was there, I mean, I, I saw Marines die, like it's, and it's a real motivator. But you, you start to ask the questions like, why did this happen? It's not enough to be against this war, the global war on terror. Or, but then you get to, to militarism. And, and militarism really is a cancer on the warrior class in America today. But at the root of that is statism, the belief that an institution legitimizes unethical behavior. Don't hit, don't steal, don't kill. We've embraced this as a species. It's such a beautiful mark of human progress. And yet we make this exception today for government. Don't hit, don't steal, don't kill, unless you're a cop a soldier or an IRS agent. And so what we're talking about with libertarianism and raising this ethical standard, because libertarianism has been really mispresented as a political message or movement. It's not. Obviously, this is anti-political. If it, politics is yeah. who do we point the guns of government at, this is nobody. We need to find a cooperative way. We need to find a voluntary way. And the way that we're proposing this transition happen is localization a peaceful orderly process that avoids collapse that gives us back what's been stolen from us the native americans absolutely no no no. my 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 catchphrase (laughs) here is we're going to take the federal government through a peaceful orderly bankruptcy process that leaves us with 50 independent states and up to 562 sovereign native nations i would agree with that wow i would agree with that it's a good plan it's a good start it's a good start anyway it's like being like europe Right. I, I want to be in Puerto Rico in Within California. The, Europe has Colin. the EU. Europe without the funny accents. <laughs> exactly. Europe without the EU. I mean, I, I, I would not want to be told, like, at what age my child could use a vacuum. Right. So the, the, exactly. you, what you would have in between states is, is really a race to go even further in localization. Because the ultimate goal is to transition from this current paradigm of violence. That violence is okay if government says it's okay. Uh, if they it's can, never okay. they can take away the liability from police. They can say, "Oh well, it was a war. It was no, no, but we we have a piece of paper that says it says we we de- we declared war. Therefore, it's okay to kill these." No, no, not the, the system too is very very patriarchal. I mean, the war that mentality, the structures, the no. institutions is very patriarchal, and what's been missing. And I'm happy to see this with you guys. It's male and female. Because you need balance. And you need both. Well, it's you, funny because the, the libertarian movement is dominated by men, like as most politics And you is. need to bring women in. Well, not, not only that, but to even represent this message properly, and this is a big part of what, what I, I, I think I've been at least helping change within the movement, is to show, like, look, if statism, government, is violence and control and authority and dominance and libertarianism, freedom, is 
peace and harmony and cooperation and, and exchange. Well, which do you associate with masculine or feminine qualities here? You know, like really, the, the call to libertarianism is a big balance towards feminine energy. But Absolutely. you said something about Rand Paul. Ron Paul. And Ron Paul. Yeah. Is that the son or the father? The father. Oh, the father. Okay, because the son is anti-abortion. So here's this man who is for freedom until it's my vagina and right. I want to get an abortion. You want to jump straight to the third rail here. We're going we're, no. we're to grab on. No, no, but it, it's true. It's like, okay, you're either a libertarian or you're not. If you believe in freedom, then get out of my vagina. Yeah. Do you know what I no, mean? No, I'm with the sentiment, but there's, there's a little balance here because a libertarian can look at a woman who's pregnant and say that that's two lives. And if you believe life starts in conception, then you you want to say that that at least at the point of viability. Well, of course, right. You no, want to respect no, the self ownership. No right? woman is getting an abortion in the eighth month. That's that's a misnomer. It's a lie that the right. Republicans Obviously, like to. It, yes. And the media, the whole media, the whole media, that. exactly. It's, it's not just one side. It, it's just like it, it's like anything else. Well, it's the media, it. and they talk about women getting abortions when the baby has no brain. And it's, you know, or has no heart. So the, 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 pro, the whole pro-choice, pro-life framing is yeah, really Yeah, but that's important to a feminist like myself. To, but and the feminist movement, if you want to bring women into the oh, libertarian see, And then once, once everything's localized, the state that you reside in will be able to make that decision for its citizens based off exactly. of your all's so, input. So I'm going to be in a bonobo state. You know the bonobos, the great apes? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> having a lot of sex and abortions. No, I'm kidding. No abortions. I'm kidding. Well, the, yeah. if... if, if if I mean, I think I can resolve this really quickly because okay. the even if you say that the child owns itself and the mother owns itself, you absolutely have no, to respect. No, the child. Hold on, I'm saying viable. even to that. I'm saying even to that. Okay. You have to respect no matter what that a woman has to be able to make her health decision in private with her own considerations without any state interference. Agreed. So Agreed. I can I, I can even I can even twist and say, well, I'm pro-life in the sense that I don't want abortions to happen. I think don't it's, have sex. Like I think it's I think it's a you know and, and whatever. But I I respect that right and I respect the self-ownership of a woman and I want government to have absolutely nothing to do exactly. with interfering in that decision I, I process. I completely agree with that and I will give you a leaf or. A woman should not have an abortion if the child is viable. Put it up for adoption. Absolutely. It's and adoption. that's what Absolutely. women do. And there's this misnomer again that women are just killing babies when, you know, oh, the baby's <laughs> gone <laughs> and out. Let's kill it now that it's cops born. Cops are killing Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling, exactly. are you telling are me the Republicans <laughs> are full of shit? Yes. Okay. I mean, I'm shocked. And conservative <laughs> Democrats. I mean, I don't agree with conservative. I'm not really a Democrat. I'm a socialist. Like Warren and not Warren. I'm, I'm much more of a Bernie support, supporter. I am a socialist. I no, I believe in freedom, but I believe the government has a place where it can build roads. Well, can we agree that the one rule that we would all impose on any form of government that might have is that it has to respect individual Absolutely. rights? Absolutely. It has to adhere Absolutely. to that ethical standard. Yes, I agree. So while you might say, I like what Bernie's proposing, I like, like what Warren is proposing, I want aesthetically, right? Aesthetically, I want those policies. I want a world, I want a community, I want to live under a government that represents those outcomes. But I, I, I agree with the libertarian ethical premise. I want to achieve that 
by peaceful means and cooperation. I would agree with that. Yeah, because you're never going to be able to have a one central federalized government. I mean, the Midwest is completely different from L.A., from New York City. People live differently, they think differently, they have different values based on the way they need to survive. How can you ever imagine that one group of guys can sit there and decide what's good for the farmer is the same as the guy living in the metropolitan so, I would love to have a separate. That would be great. Yeah. California. I, I would. I mean, the Midwest, not the Midwest, Wisconsin, Ohio, there Pennsylvania. There you go, independent California. Determines what we do here in California. And yeah. Trump lo- lost by three million. That's insane. So, I mean, that's, that's so insane. un-American. That's not democracy. You are forced under policy that you had no say in. Well, they keep saying this is not a democracy. This is a republic. Yeah, that's frustrating. Which is a subset Bullshit. of democracy, exactly. technically. So it's anyway. actually everybody. Everybody who knows me is completely shocked that I'm helping with the campaign now because I'm somebody who can't stand politics either. <laughs> I mean, the, oh, the, I love the watching two old white guys argue yeah. about the same thing and never ever make any decision on how to. It's just it's it's exhausting. Uh, so it's very refreshing um, to be able to, to help out. And what I'm trying to do is be liaison between the cannabis community um, and Adam's campaign because, let's face it, I think a lot of the cannabis community is diehard libertarian and they don't even know it. And we, we've all been walking around our whole lives saying, you know, screw you, I'm, I'm going to smoke this weed. I, I don't care. It's, it's, we've, we've had to get over that hump of judgment. And now that we're slowly coming through the fog, we see more arrests. Everything's getting worse for the people who are losers. I, this is a refreshing Not for me. Change. Not for you. High five. No, I, I'm actually loving the, the new law that it's you know legal because now I can sit in my backyard with my bomb and do law. it. It's a lack of law. It's a lack of law. You can still get ticketed for smoking in your backyard. Can I really? Uh, I, mean, really I called Normal, which you work for, or you still yeah. work with. Normal I lobbied with um, back in 2016. I sat on their board as um, uh, for public relations. Um, so I lobbied on the Maryland state level and the local or the, the federal level. Uh, every bill that gets introduced, it's it's year after year after year. It's the same same bill, and even that's frustrating as an activist because you see no progress every year. I'm showing up, I'm talking to the same representatives off the same talking point sheets, and nobody's even sat down to reassess what do these people need. They need protection. Did you know you can't own a gun if you're a medical cannabis patient? Uh, We're anti-guns, the two of us. I know, know, I'm anti-gun, but I know somebody who owns guns and Mm -hmm. has a medical card. Right, now the feds can come take that. Don't put his name on your podcast. What's his name? (laughs) 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 Not you you can't own a firearm. And depending on the state laws. um, Do they ask that when you're filling out for the medical card? Yeah, No, they don't ask that for the medical card. What's the reason? Then how would you know? Because you're breaking a federal law. So now you're considered a criminal Mm. and therefore cannot own a firearm. That's going to change. This is why marijuana is such a dangerous gateway drug. Oh, please. You, can't, <laughs> you cannot smoke pot and not realize that government is totally full of shit. Exactly. That's what they're scared of. You're talking end. about salts and something else. The one that where you eat the guy's face, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 but you realize that government is full of shit when they've been telling you that this is a dangerous drug. Uh, oh, they I They sat totally there in dare class telling us if we smoked a joint, we were going to die. We could overdose They instantly. still tell it's, that to the kids today. My, my kid's in middle school, and she comes home what? all the time. Like, in they're California. Re- they're really against they, it. So you're sending your kid to an institution that lies to her. Yes, yes. I am. And paying for and it. I, wow. she comes and she comes home. And you're paying for it. 
out of your taxes. Yeah. Yeah. In the most inefficient way possible. And you're paying you're for paying those people to, to lie to children misinformed. the other kids. I know, but she comes that's home scary. and then I tell her the truth. So that's she what I say. School. She, she wish she didn't have to waste that time, though. I know. She would love wow. to drop out of school, but I don't want to do homeschooling. There isn't just no I mean, way. Imagine well, how productive she too. could be if she was able to think on her own. Yeah. I mean, think about that. that that's that's. You got to raise children that way. I mean, I raised. I remember getting attacked because a kid came and told her mother, my I, my daughter said, this girl at school said Santa Claus doesn't exist. <laughs> the mother called me and told me off. And yeah, I was just like, all. I don't lie to my kid. I don't. Oh, for, for saying Santa's not real? I, I just, um, my daughter said, is Santa real? And I'm like, no, baby. It's just a story. It's mommy. Exactly. <laughs> I work hard. It's, yeah, kind of thing. But I wanted to Take tell you credit, guys. Take parents. Like, I do. You. I definitely I work, work hard. hard for that. My grandfather in Puerto Rico would grow marijuana. He lived to like 102. It's, it's an indigenous, isn't it? Marijuana is an indigenous... Human beings have been using marijuana since it, the birth of human but beings. But not in Europe. It was yeah. it was a drug here that the Native Americans, Natives the Mexicans, it, the, the South... Egyptians used it. The, really? The, the they, there was marijuana there? Okay. Marijuana's been growing. It's, it's, they call it weed because it's a weed. Prohibition it's, is a freak modern phenomenon. If you walk yeah. out into a forest somewhere right now in the right climate and you look hard enough... There's probably a pot plant somewhere. Now, it's not going to mature to get the budge you want unless you take care of it. But it's a naturally going plant that just occurs. How are you going to regulate something that just pops up? It's like regulating a dandelion. It's natural. <laughs> it's natural. It, we, there was a study I read. Some kid did a, um, God, this was years ago. Some kid did a, a thesis for his class. I came across it online, and he was looking into the connection between Alzheimer's and the... Yeah, it, it's in Japan, and this is he used Japan because it's nice and isolated. There was never any problem with Alzheimer's, just that that culture wasn't an issue. Mm. Once they stopped using hemp, all of a sudden, you had these cases of Alzheimer's popping. What's well, like hardcore illegal there? But the people weren't sitting there chief in the weed, the animals were eating the hemp. They were getting mm. the value, the nutritional value from the hemp, and then, of course, as you eat the meat, it's passed on to you, and that's what this kid's theory was and of course that's going to be something that I, that's going to be a major funded thing to connect but i i don't believe in coincidence so hemp is marijuana hemp is yeah yeah hemp and marijuana are both Can they're you both tell made up cannabis. words okay. cannabis yeah. is the actual word okay. word the name for the plant the scientific name is cannabis you have a male version of the plant female version of the plant and depending on how it grows and how do much they you fuck and have children it. baby plants i think so yeah. Yeah. there's a whole porno <laughs> genre for that <laughs> no you, you have to clone and that's what that's what else is is being lost in this legal market is people have been hanging on to the genetics of these plants because it's really hard to grow another seed from a mother that you lose things as you plant new seeds and, and, and re-clone. So you can cut a leaf off of a cannabis plant. You can put a little slit in the bottom of it, just a nice little... It hurts. Put it just like a potato. You know, you can regrow potatoes. From a leaf? You from can a re- leaf. You pop it in the wow. ground. And ah. I did not know that. And it'll grow. But as you clone, and a lot of the regulated markets require that they use clones and not seeds. They have to start from seed, and then they have to clone. Mm-hmm. As you clone, you lose 
terpenes, cannabinoids, all of the organoleptic compounds that all are the healthy healing, stuff. all this stuff, oh, it, it wow. deteriorates over time. Slowly, of course. No, 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 really. Government has a way of screwing up. But, but government everything. can totally fix that. They're going to regulate it and make sure that they know all about because they're gardeners and doctors, too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, there's been a lot of strains um, that have been lost because they're not allowed to be introduced because the, the, the cultivator can't buy from the guy down the street, right? Because he's I a hear criminal. All that. He can't so, buy his seed. So are you saying that the pot that we're smoking nowadays is less healthy for you? It's not less healthy. It's just not as... I heard it was stronger. It's, it's strong, so strong but nowadays. But it doesn't have the medicinal compounds that it could. A lot of people are looking but for THC. what about the uh, CBD oils? Aren't you just taking the good stuff out for making CBD oils? and? take CBD out, but then you're taking one thing out of the plant. You still have THC in there, THCA, CBG, CBGN, and you have your whole list of terpenes. And terpenes um, are actually what's responsible for the smell. You can find these terpenes that exist in cannabis and everything. Black pepper, lemons. So these terpenes exist in other natural foods, and they can be extracted, too. You can get CBD from other plants. It grows out of things. Really? And it would be just as healthy? Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing is, is again, you've got a, a group of regulators who know nothing about gardening, as made evident by the fact <laughs> that they're calling it hemp and marijuana. They don't know nothing of nothing. Of nothing. Uh, yeah. And, and we're making crazy. decisions. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's exhausting. And these people are suffering. And these, these cannabis growers just want to heal people. Nobody gets rich off of selling weed. It's just never happened. If anything, it made me go through uh, the college. Yeah, yeah, you make you can, you can helped me go through college. You can college, fill yeah. in the, the, the loose ends. You can, but you're not going to be some big kingpin off of weed. And that's the way, of course, the media makes it out to be. You know? Yeah. Two grams in two separate bags. Now all of a sudden you're a distributor. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't bags? African Americans suffer the most when it comes to weed? Thirty-three percent yeah. of the arrests and one third of the population. And half of those are my cousins. Mm. Got to look out for them. And they're all nonviolent. Exactly. It wasn't, you know, and, and even that too, man. If you rob us, I saw a headline the other day: it's a cannabis grower murders neighbor. No, no, no a, a fucking murderer murdered a neighbor. Exactly. I, I, you know, what are you going to say? Vitamin C user oh, or caffeine geez. drinker killed? And it's insane to me. And, and the propaganda. Government is, employee. Right, yeah, that's just, that's that's what the headline should say. Government employee induces high-speed chase and endangers an entire neighborhood to chase some guy with two grams of weed. Let's well, they, they do that with postal workers, though, don't they say, like, this postal worker went postal? Yeah, yeah that's kind of nasty, too. But well, I mean, you I've work for never, the government. I've never met a person on who was high who was violent. I really haven't. You can't be. They're you getting be mellow, violent. and they're happy. It's bullshit. It's, it's just bullshit. The, yeah. I Alcohol know. makes you violent and right. angry, and right. it's, legal it's legal in every block. Every block. You're right. You guys are right. Get it everywhere. 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 Caffeine's more dangerous than than kids. sugar is more dangerous than. Oh, sugar is the worst. It. Uh, it's, it'll it. kill you quickly too. You know. I've stopped. I know that pre-diet. Yeah, that's another episode. <laughs> Joey, can you tell me what is the Civilian Platoon 420? We are a media outlet 
ad-free, completely independent, and we report the news from the perspective of the victims of the drug war, the people who are getting arrested minding their own business just for having something in their pocket. What is this, a web page? Yeah, or? You can see it at Platoon420, Platoon420.com, um, and we also function as a nationwide rally response team. So if there's some special interest thing going on with cannabis, if some, you know, some grandfather gets arrested in Missouri and, and they want a response outside of the jail, we, we get on the phone and we send people out there and get boots on the ground and make sure that people know that they have the support of the community. Um, and That's also, fantastic. most recently, I guess, uh, I've signed a partnership with a gentleman who does consulting for Hemp Farms, and it looks like we're going to function as kind of a, an employment agency or a temp agency for oh. the activist community. So uh, we're going we're gonna to start working with a lot of hemp farms, and they're always in need of trimmers. And it's only temporary work because, of course, harvest is only every couple months. Um, so we're going to try to start getting these people some jobs that don't have access to the full work market. If you've got a felony for weed, you can barely get a job at McDonald's. So yeah. you've got a lot of people fighting. And if they don't have a felony, these are all activists that work all day for free just for their passion to help everybody else. So what, they'll go up to Humboldt and pick weed and not get paid? Oh, no, no, no. They'll, they'll get paid. But, I mean, oh, okay. activists as in, you know, people who are out there doing the outreach, telling the truth, trying to convince their neighbors that no, the well, other neighbor's not bad because they're smoking weed, that people standing up and, and not being afraid. I mean, I think they deserve some credit. That's it's, beautiful. It's not cotton. You don't pick it. That's for sure. <laughs> well, now I remember picking buds. You cut it. I grew, it was, it was, I grew weed, and then I turned it upside down, right, right. and then after a while, I'd pick the buds off. <laughs> you didn't tell me that. I did, because wow. when I was in high school, my mom got upset that we'd go to 14th Street and buy weed, and so I started growing my own weed, and I made the little light box with the white walls and the grow lights and she was okay with that because she felt that it was better than me going and, and was it good <laughs> no it never got real good i did get buds you know we we worked on it and you know made it mature and stuff but the buds were little and it was okay you know it was nothing like you smoke these days did you have fun growing it i did yes. it was a great learning experience yes. and that's I what's awesome it. about cam it's like it's like a full sensory therapy I, not only do you get uh, health benefits from the compounds inside the cannabis, but I mean, they'll tell you to plant a tree if you're going through depression or, oh, or whatever. Gardening, meditation. Yeah. I, had a, I had a closet grow up for a while every morning, going there, and it's super rich, oxygenated air. Was, and then <laughs> smoke some. But like, yeah, that was a great way to start the day. So I, I want to go back to this. Now, if I'm in my backyard and I'm pulling bong hits, my neighbors are both cops. Can they literally arrest me or something? Because I called normal, and normal told me I was fine to go out in my backyard and rip up bong hits. Well, do you own your house? Well, I would say the bank owns it, but yeah, I, I'm on then the mortgage. No, somebody can make a complaint, and the owner of your mortgage or your <laughs> well, homeowners I, association. No, no, no. Can I ask mean, the mayor I have that a when he comes next week. And let him know I'm a pothead. The mayor of Redondo, he would know that. You know, you've got veterans getting evicted from their housing. 80-year-old mm. men come home, they fought for us, and they get medical cannabis for their PTSD. So now they're, they're a criminal federally because they smoke weed. And they get Who's kicked out of their this? house. Wow. Like the VA. Spence? 
Is it? No, Pence, not Spence. It's, it's not <laughs> any one person doing it. This is just, this is the status quo. It's how it is, and it's not changed, and it's disgusting that it hasn't changed. Okay. So horrible. So I'm, to, I'm still confused. I, I, so I, I mean, I, I would like to say I own the house. I mean, I have a mortgage on it. Right. But if I'm in my backyard and the cops are watching me and they're just in their house because there are two cops that live in the house next to me, uh, they, can, they can do something? They can come write you a ticket for offending your neighbor they say that you're offending him now you're now you're disrupting that's the offending peace. Actually, that i can get ripping bong hits? actually in a certain area of la they can't because it happened with my ex-husband and the neighbors got mad LA. now in maryland for instance it's only a fine so it's 250 dollars fine if you're caught smoking in public but that's once not public you get in your to house. the courts the cop can throw you in handcuffs and inconvenience you for the next eight days till you see the magistrate. And that's Shit. often what they do. They're upset. And what state does that, does that Maryland? happen? This is happening everywhere. Right. No, but it, in, um, in uh-huh. L.A., the neighbor called uh-huh. and they were like, we can't do anything because it's his home. Uh-huh. Right, so that's what I'm thinking. It's home. my home. They I'm allowed to. But you got a cop on the other line that really, really hates weed. He could say, okay, ma'am, and come down, knock on the door, and try to assert his power and lie to you and tell you that you have to let him in your house. And I mean, this is happening every or day. If People you're don't know their rights. And you're a tenant. Right, I don't rent. Federal law, you can be evicted by that. Wow, that would suck. Time. Even Patience. though it's legal in the state, the federal right. law trumps it. It, it just puts that extra discretion in the hands of the property owner. So I need to be really nice to those Everybody cops. Everybody here is liberal. Nothing's going to happen case, to you. But in your case, if you're not actually renting from, you're legally the owner in a sense, even uh-huh. Uh-huh. Finance, of wow, you're okay. likely safe, but no, there's little loopholes everywhere, and they're just oh my god, I'd be mortified if these fuckers did something. <laughs> Joey, can you talk? I am, I'm intrigued by your uh, childhood and your dad, and I read your bio. Can you talk a little bit yeah, about that? Yeah, my dad's uh, actually just passed the second anniversary of his death. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, cannabis could have helped him, but like most first responders, all first responders, he couldn't use it. Um, so, mm-hmm. I grew up in Baltimore City. Uh, my father was a police officer and, of course, one of the roughest metropolitan areas in the country. Um, but he was a Vietnam War vet first, so he got drafted. And they told him uh, if he came back, and he was a police officer, he could retire at 45. So he was like, well, shit, I guess I'm a police officer now. Before he was a pastry chef. Grew up with homemade bread all the time. Yum. And you're so, so skinny. And- I don't know how it <laughs> happened, right? Uh, no, but he was great. He retired. Um, and actually, in 1993 or four, I remember him coming home angry from work because he was a civil servant. He loved, loved serving his community. If he was throwing you in a paddy wagon and you spit in his face, he was emotionless. He was not this cop that let his emotions take over his decision-making process, which all of them should be trained to do better than anybody else. Um, but in 93 or 94, when they take their oath every year, uh, they used to, part of it said to serve and protect the community. Well, they decided to take that out. <gasps> really? They replaced it with to uphold the law. And my father came home and said fuck oh. for the very first time in his entire life. That in sounds front of dangerous. Me. He was livid and angry because it's not what he signed up for. He was only a couple of years away from retirement and almost left. Uh, he stayed to make sure that you know, his benefits would, would come in. Do you think it was because of racism that that happened? I don't know, but that's right around when the police corruption all started in Baltimore. It's, it's real bad. I don't know if you guys have seen The Wire, HBO show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if it is, it is. 
Is it the accurate? names have been changed, but it is exactly accurate to what's going on in Baltimore between you know the police corruption. And they're working with these dealers too. They're they're getting things from them, and you know convincing them they're fine if they're helping. And then they come after him too. It's it's really it's a it's a bad scene over there. Um, so when he retired, he ended up getting into security for hospitals, and he was loving what he was doing again because he was helping people. Exactly. Uh, he came down with some heart problems and got a pacemaker installed. This this guy was he's you know, your, your veteran cop. He just he was that guy. You know he never he worked until very man Merca right. <laughs> like my finger got cut off. We got to keep working. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he he got a pacemaker installed. Got back to work and then they found that he had colon cancer. Oh. So that was that was it's quick. You know watching the weight loss and everything. They recommended chemo. Uh, we had the cannabis talk, but he realized that he could lose all of his benefits and pension. And that would nuts. leave... That's what happened with my mom. And that yeah. would leave me and my mother helpless once he, he was going to go. It's just when and how long. Uh, so he decided not to. He was very excited to find out that the laws changed because he hadn't known that. Uh, in fact, when I told him he changed, he said, well, shit, they should have done that years ago. I'm like, yeah, they really should have, right? Uh, so some doctor decided that it was a good idea to put this man with a fresh pacemaker in his chest into a chemo machine, and it took his heart. So cancer didn't take him. The chemo took him, based on the recommendations of a doctor who, yeah, I just don't think that's a good decision to make. Yeah. Um, so that's part of what fueled my... My, my activism efforts, you know, seeing that. And, and I advocate for cops all the time, too. I mean, she just imagine we get these cops off of their antidepressants and onto a joint. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think there'd be a little bit less police violence? Yeah, <laughs> probably. You know, that that's really indicative of something dangerous. To go from protect and serve to uphold the law sounds like a dictatorship mm-hmm. or this is the law there's no yep. gray area that's fucking scary that's how it is and that's when they wow. put by they can't I mean, even a cop who wants to be discretionary on the side of the road can't it's happened to me I got pulled over for a tag light I had my medical card and my, my weed I gave him all that because I didn't want to I didn't want to deal with this this is in Maryland he radioed his uh, his boss and the boss said nope nope take her bag and write her a ticket send her down the road and this cop's like I really don't want to do this 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 all looks legal and legit it's right after the market opened up there the medical market in Maryland he said but I, I can't lose my job I gotta do what my boss says so I'm gonna have to write you a ticket it's no big deal so he took your weed so he took my weed and went home and smoked it uh, exactly and smoked mm-hmm. it. well actually this officer <laughs> this officer met up with me in the hallway of courtroom when I went back to to fight that ticket and inevitably get it dropped which by the way when you go back after having the charges dropped and ask for your property back it's already been destroyed so they say so it's been smoked it's already been smoked yeah Uh, but this officer told me he had a kid on the way he had had a spinal cord injury was paralyzed uh, but he got back up he was the second most decorated officer in this particular police force but they had him on tons of opiates and Adderall he said he was terrified because he had a baby on the way he knows how hard it is to function, and he wishes he could try cannabis, but he just can't. And we had this heartfelt conversation in the hallway at the courtroom, and I mean that changed me. That resonated. It's you know it's so much like an us versus them thing. Tired of that in politics. Tired of that in the street too. It's not us, the weed smokers, versus you, the cops. Yeah, they're doing their job. Do I like it? No. But we got to combat that on a much higher level than the police department because they are. They're just doing what they're told. And like I said, they have to now. It's in their paperwork, right? 
Oh, so, so that hopefully, um, yeah, started uh, Stoners for Kokesh. Like I said, we're trying to get the cannabis community to understand our message of freedom, and I don't see why they wouldn't embrace that. Um, but that's the idea, is to combat it at a much higher level. Lobbying is not helping anymore. Well, I, I mean, I think all drugs should be legal. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I don't think... Well, the question is, do you own yourself? Yeah. Do you own yourself, or does the government own you? Do you get to decide what you put in your body? No, exactly. And I, I don't. Anybody who I'm not going to use heroin if it's legal. I'm going to be. Oh my God, it's legal now. Let's go shoot <laughs> up. You won't do it with me when I turn eighty. Eighty, yes. For that. Okay. <laughs> but I don't like needles. I'm afraid of needles. Can we? If, if there's I no can, other way of doing heroin. Well, if I can well, ingest opium, it, I'll do it. But but they criminalized <laughs> opium, and that's when the heroin thing started. And the opium dens were a lot safer. If that's what you want to do. Give somebody somewhere safe to do it. Even all these overdose deaths, it's not from pure drugs. It's usually when something's cut, cut on the street. Cut with something, yeah. Because they don't have a legitimate market to go purchase More people things. are dying of prescription drugs than of anything else. Yeah. Well, not even just directly from prescription drugs. You see 22 veteran suicides a day. When I went to the VA, when I got out, I told them I was having trouble sleeping. Five minutes with a shrink. Walk out of there with five prescriptions. Ooh. Three of them have suicide listed as a side effect. And I wow! Said, Screw that! I'm just gonna smoke cannabis. And I was really lucky. I didn't have a, a regular job. I was already a full-time activist with Iraq Veterans Against the War at that point. You know, supporting myself kind of independently with that. But like Joey was saying, it's it's even where it's legal. It's a lot of these bullshit professional considerations. If you want a government job, if you want to qualify for these benefits, and there are a lot of veterans out there who live in places where it's just still flat out illegal. But even in places where it's legal, I know a lot of dudes who are just like, I got a new job, I gotta quit smoking pot, and I right. hope I don't end up killing myself because to manage my shit, I'm going back to Xanax and all this other crazy stuff that, that yeah, will push you in a different way that's not healthy. So essentially what we're doing is empowering the government to tell people to do drugs, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and empowering these businesses to discriminate against people for what they use. I thought I thought we fixed that through the civil rights movement. <laughs> and I you need to contact this assembly member. Yeah. I'd love to. Yeah, Talk because to he's he's working with that. He smoked a joint. Where did he smoke it? Where did on, he say? On, on uh, the stage on with um, God, the country singer. Uh, Willie? Not Willie no, Nelson, no. a female. Um, oh, Loretta. Lo, not Loretta Lynn, but a country singer from the 70s. She has long hair. Yeah. Um, Crystal Gale. Was it Crystal Gale? No. no. No? It was something close to Loretta. But Lynn, huge. But, yeah, and and really he big. smoked it and he took a risk, he said. He yeah. took a risk because he could have. So he's. You guys should connect. Wait, an elected state rep? Yes. Yeah. They don't face any risk. They're only accountable to their constituents. Mm-hmm. They can't, you can't nervous. fire a state rep. They don't give drug tests no, to No, but the, the look of it. California's not that crazy, is it? I mean, I used to live <laughs> See, here. that's bad. He's worrying about the look of it. That means this, he's oh, worried about the look. But the judgment. No, but he, he, he knows it his constituents. He, when he did that, he knew that he had the support of his constituents It was to his do people that. who worked for him told him not to do it. He yeah. Said, don't do it. Don't do it. And he's It's going to look bad. And yeah, I guess right. he does face harassment at work if his colleagues aren't happy. And this was a long time job. ago, too, right? It was in the 80s? I don't know. Or I, 90s. I don't it was remember. A while oh, well, then it was a big day. deal. Yeah, no, no, it was. He said I it was a big deal. I thought it was deal. after it was legal. That's what I thought. No, it was when it was. Before? You guys had so. laws over here since, like, 95, right? Yeah, yeah. something like that. I'm from New York, so I don't know anything about fun California. Fact, California was the first state to criminalize marijuana. <gasps> and then the That's first not state fun. To decriminalize 
Wow. How do you like that? Wow. <laughs> California. Now, I want to talk about normal. You worked with them or for them? or Because they normal. actually saved me a couple of times. Because being an auto mechanic, which you are too, you know that you get checked for weed. Randomly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I called them and they walked me through what to do. And it kept me my job for several years. And I appreciate oh, that. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, normal is a 100% volunteer organization. So nobody that holds a position with normal is getting paid for anything. We work for the passion, and that is it. Um, so, Can you describe what normal is for laymen? Normal means the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, so the oldest cannabis lobbying group in America. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Stroop started, I think, 35 years ago. Um, great guy, man. He, he's, he's, he's pushing. He's, I think he's in his 80s now, and he still hasn't stopped. Every time you go for, for lobby day, Keith's right there passing out weed pins for everybody. <laughs> All happy. It's kind of funny. He looks like George Washington. So we call him the George Washington of weed. You know, he really does. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Normal's been trying to get laws passed for a long time. Um, They're doing what they can to evolve with the climate. Uh, But again, like I said, with all the states making a decision, nothing can happen until we stop prohibition. Until prohibition's completely repealed, there's not a whole lot more forward motion that any state can do. The states that haven't legalized, obviously they don't want to. And once federal legalization happens, they probably still won't, and that's okay. Really, just you like you have will? dry counties today in a lot of the country. I know no, uh, we, there are no dry counties in California, right? But in the South, uh, there are a lot of states where state uh, different counties just say, "Yeah, alcohol's not a thing here." Really, and a whole can't, state? You can't even drink in the county that Jack Daniels is made in. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> a dry county. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so no, but it, it, it I mean, at it, it, a level of respecting local autonomy, as much as we would never live somewhere like that, <laughs> if a bunch of people came together and said, "In our community, we, we want to live in a drug-free zone," and they, you know, you, you do drugs, we're not going to use violence against you, but we're going to kick out of our area like you should have the right to have a community like that if you Absolutely. want no wow. definitely no i had no idea that there was actually dry counties but then i worry yeah. about the i knew kids. that there was like it no works, sundays sort of no no time after a nine <laughs> oh those are the silly ones yeah there are yeah, a lot of places yeah. in the south so you, you can't buy, buy alcohol on sundays i see but eventually even in those communities they're going to oppress someone like their children when they're 18 or something they can't leave you well, you need mean? to get you need to give people the option to leave. To, exactly, that, that is absolutely essential. Like to the this. Mormons, you and leave the at eighteen now, and do you your can't thing leave. Come back. <laughs> now, what's Amish? your choice? That's the Amish. Is that the, the Amish Mormons. or the Mormons? It's the Amish. Both. Maybe <laughs> Scientology. There's all sorts of them. Keeping your modern you cult leave. straight. <laughs> Westboro. No. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that, that would be concerning because once you raise a children or, you know, with a certain set of values, and that's what's happened to all of us, you get programmed to think that something is the way exactly. it is. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a good point you bring up because if you've got an entire community thinking under these. But if the kids are comfortable and they grow up and at some point, like me or you or anybody, realized, wait a minute, teacher, you're full of shit, They'd still have the option to leave. I mean, we're not talking about putting I, I walls so. around state but, borders. Well, this is the I insanity so. of centralization. You can't opt out of Donald Trump being your president. I know. Sorry. We can, and we can vote him out. Well, California independence would I be would the best love way, that. right? Oh, my God. And Sorry, then we'll make California. the whole country vegan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a meat eater. I know you no. are. Well, we can kick you out. That's okay. Yeah, you can go back to New York. <laughs> you can, you can have with your, you. You can have a meat eater. No, no, no. So, California's a 
secedes and, and goes all vegan, then Orange County secedes and goes meat eating. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna move to San Diego. All right, yeah, I, like it. I need my meat. I know you do. I'm Puerto Rican, man. We eat pork, beef, lard, call butter. it what it is a pig, a cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. It, don't call it pork, don't call it what mm-hmm. it's not. No, you're right, but I'm not gonna kill it inhumanely. They should. Rome You've never killed an animal in your and life. And government promises they'll never kill you inhumanely either. Oh, I know that. That's why I'm pro-abortion. Because <laughs> the government kills, and why can't we kill? Why can't women kill? It's like the minute a woman has some kind of power that males perceive as power, they're like, she can't do that. That's my thing. Wait, I this inject is the meat around. eater avoiding the abortion argument. Is that what just happened? Was no, that no, a no, slick no. change of subject? <laughs> I'm just totally for here? abortion. I'm completely 100% for it. And we're, we're kidding. We're not for abortion. We're for the choice. Right. choice. Yeah, yeah. choice. You want to have comes, 10 kids? Go have 10 kids. Yeah, it comes down to a moral thing again. You know, if, if you think that terminating that pregnancy is killing a life, then you're allowed to think that, but you can't impose that view exactly. on everybody. I, I don't like that view of if you want 10 kids have 10 kids i think the country cannot handle it the world the world handle can't it. handle it but what are you going to do you're going to restrict it yeah restrict it like china one kid oh. and then you fuck oh. Off. <laughs> Actually, oh you want to get into the china i might agree with policy. that maybe two kids two kids yeah because two if you kids. kill off one at least you still have and one. the yeah, third I agree we, with that. We, we sacrifice <laughs> to what do we do with the third and the third one we eat it <laughs> yeah you know Sell it for weeks. they're so nutritious pump the kid up and eat it like pork you, meat, you might as well <laughs> well is there anything else you want to say do you want to let people know how to contact you and yeah uh, platoon 420 platoon420.com that'll get you to gimaryjane.com and all the media sites um, check out stoners for kokesh it's the number four I mean, I think that's not launching. You might me. want to spell Kokesh for us. Yeah, we should do that. S-T-O. Thefreedomline.com. That's the other one. Thefreedomline.com. That one's really easy to remember. Yeah. Um, but everything's on the website. That one website will get you to everything. And we are going to continue to spread this word. Good. Whether they want to hear it or not. Good. And uh, what, what I'm seeing is it is it's empowering people because what's the latest poll is like 70% approval for cannabis. I think it's 100. Uh, yeah, how many people are lying? Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, right. 72 have tried it and 70% approved. That's 2% of self-haters. Exactly. Like, exactly. I smoke pot and I hate myself as a result. <laughs> no. You no, guys would be surprised. that didn't happen. People I can't, do, so I can't smoke pot. I can't do it. It makes me feel crappy. I, yeah. And I'm the weird one. Yes, you are. I, I, everybody likes it. I'm like, what the hell? You know, I smoke it. It body. makes my yeah, but you yeah. like alcohol and you drink that a lot. And I don't like. Okay, alcohol I don't drink either. it a lot. Don't tell every, them that. <laughs> every Friday, that's relative. Uh, another round, please. That to me is a lot. <laughs> because All right, we I, need I'm to like go. a one drink a, a month. I drink once a, once a week with my friends. All right, we'll talk about this later. All right, hon. All right. <laughs> Guys, thank you for being on. Thank you for coming. Keep Thanks. doing good work. Love it. And make. Would you come back? Yeah, of course. We all right, all right. Let Kokesh, us know. Can you exactly. say your name? Can you do the spelling? Because I think a lot of people are going to be very confused. You didn't go ahead with the spelling. Go Adam Kokesh, K O K E S H. You can find my website with my book for free at thefreedomline.com. You can find stoners for Kokesh through that and 
through all the other social media sites we have connected to the main website, which is thefreedomline.com. All three of those. Thank awesome. you, Adam. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. Join us every week for our entertaining and informational time. And if you want to suggest a topic for our show or just want to know more about us, go to our website, www.anamericanconversationpodcast.com and comment away. We will try to respond as soon as possible. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And subscribe to our podcast. 